The following program is being paid for by Liberty Group LLC, and the views and opinions of the host do not necessarily represent those of the station or its ownership. Now it's time for Protect Your Assets with your host, as featured in Forbes magazine, David Hollander, President and CEO of the Liberty Group LLC. And now here's the Sandman. Mr. Sandman. Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Protect Your Assets. I'm David Hollander, your host. It's so great to be here this morning. I hope you're having a great weekend so far and looking forward to the weather. It's beautiful out here. I'm sure you've been seeing the hurricanes down in uh, Texas. And, of course, we send our good thoughts to all those poor people going through all that right now. But um, you're lucky to be here in California. That's why we pay the taxes we pay, isn't it? People around here, well, they call me the Sandman. You heard that right. Why am I the Sandman? Because I help my listeners sleep well at night by answering their most troubled legal and or financial questions every single week right here on Protect Your Assets. That's because I'm a financial advisor and an attorney. We're broadcasting live right now out of our little bunker right here in downtown Oakland. So if you have a question, maybe something's been on your mind, maybe you're just curious about anything related to finance or law, go ahead and give me a call, 888 Again, that's 888 Or you can always tweet me anytime you like, at PYA Radio. That's at PYA Radio. This bull market is still going. It's the second longest in U.S. history. And with the markets establishing new highs this year, many people are wondering when the rug is going to be pulled out. We've certainly seen some volatility the last couple weeks. We'll get to the market segment in a minute. But, you know, underneath all this, are you preparing for the eventual correction or maybe even a calamity? (laughs) They're starting to... Lock and gain some of these people and seek more what we call safer investments. As we all know, what comes up must come down. And it always snows in Alaska every year. So if you're focused on protecting your principal right now, it's a good time to explore how safe your, quote, safe money is. The last time the market experienced a major correction, well, we can all remember that back in 2008. It doesn't seem that long ago. But some people are starting to forget. It took so many people many, many years to recover back to where they started. And those who were thinking of retiring, well, they just had to work longer. So have you made the right changes to your portfolio and adjusted your risk level right now to protect yourself from what may be coming if you're at or near retirement? Have you made changes to the portfolio? Looked at uh, what you're in right now. There was a great article out recently about ETFs. I don't know if you heard about this, but um, you might want to read it. Talks about ETFs and how they're a um, kind of chasing the hot dot, if you will, especially when it comes into high yield and how it might be difficult to get out of those when it all comes crashing down because there won't necessarily be anybody to buy them. So all these sort of questions are great ones, and if you're asking yourself these right now, then today's show, we're going to get into the actual steps you can take right now to protect yourself and examine what people call safe money and how safe is it really. This will be an entertaining show, so keep it right here. Now, 
Let's get started and talk about the week, shall we? It seems like it was a little bit more ho-hum this week. Uh, Tuesday was interesting. We had some tax talk. The lawmakers and uh, the Trump team were talking about their proposal on the corporate tax rate. And so we heard that it could be anywhere between 22 and 25%. Now, remember, that's down from the current 35%. And last week, we looked at the analysis. If you got 10% more from a tax break, what that would mean to the S&P 500 in terms of a PE multiple. And so I made somewhat of a compelling argument of where that could go. It's up, for those of you who missed it. But in any event, uh, we had a big gain on Tuesday because of this tax news again. Once again, the Dow went up 196 points, and that was the biggest gain since April of this year. And for the week, we saw the Dow up uh, finishing 139 for the week, or about 6.64%. Uh, S&P was up 17.5, or 0.72%. NASDAQ was up 49 or 0.79. So, you know, some decent gains there. But look, I think between now and what's coming with the uh, debt ceiling, you're going to continue to see more of this sort of volatility. This is not, by any stretch of the imagination, you know, severe volatility like we've seen in the past. This is you know, kind of mild, moderate volatility. I call it mild this is normal. So what about oil? You know, oil's interesting. We had this, uh, like I was just talking about in the beginning, the Hurricane Harvey. I don't know if you saw the pictures last night and this morning. Pretty interesting. Of course, I've talked about this before where you have the guy in the suit and he's being blown by a 100-mile-an-hour wind. He's got the microphone in there and you're hearing this, you know, stuff like that. And then you're wondering, what's, what's that guy doing out there? Why is he standing there when stuff's blowing by him at 100 miles an hour, you know? You're just wondering, when's he going to get impaled? So we're all just sitting there trying to figure this out. But, of course, they're bringing us the news because we saw the eye of the hurricane out over the ocean. They have these new satellites up there. They just they just put one up there. I don't know if you saw the uh, most recent movie that came out about global warming and so forth. I'm not going to comment about that. But there was a satellite they just put in space that actually has some pretty good uh, imaging when it comes to hurricanes. And, in fact, you're seeing that right now on the news. You can actually see much more in depth into these hurricanes. And so as we talked about in the past, you can see a hurricane coming. You can predict somewhat where it's going to hit and the velocity and all that sort of stuff that's going to happen. Of course, you never know how bad the damage is going to be, but you know it's going to be pretty big when you can see it's, a, in this case, an F4, which is pretty massive. And you got to wonder how I got off on this is what's going to happen to the oil industry as a result of a hurricane like this, right? So oil, the oil trade's gotten interesting. The price of oil is getting closer to 50 this past summer, we saw a bigger draw on the reserve storage than what we thought. And so that's pr that's pushed the price up of this of these stocks and the things that are related to oil up a little bit. You also had uh, OPEC, you know, announce that they were going to cut their production and they've complied with that and they've been doing that. So that's helped the overall uh, price of oil. And the dollar, the dollar is getting weaker. We keep talking about that. You can see against the euro currency, uh, against other currencies, the dollar continues to weaken. So that's all good for oil, and that's why oil stocks have started to come back. And if you look um, at the one-year price of oil versus, say, the index, this is something interesting. The XLE is an index composed of oil stocks. And if you look at the uh, WTI, which is essentially the crude price, that's up about 1% for the year so far. And if you compare it to, say, XLE, uh, that's down about 10%. So why are oil stocks underperforming the price of oil by quite a big margin? And especially if you compare it to the Dow, 
it's almost a 30% difference from a year ago. So, so this is a, this is a time where you, you might be saying, well, this might be interesting for oil. Should I be thinking about stocks related to this since the price seems to be stabilizing? And now, certainly with this hurricane and some of the refineries being out of business for you know a week or so, that's going to certainly help uh, the price of oil stay where it is. So how do you think about oil as part of your portfolio if you think there's a recovery starting to happen right now on the price of those particular stocks, especially as we mentioned because XLE that is the uh, ETF for oil stocks. And certainly go out there and read the prospectus about that if you think about it. But in any event, uh, energy infrastructure still looks kind of promising. There are stocks out there that support the energy infrastructure. And these have yields, dividends of 55 to 6.5% yield, depending on what you're looking at right now. And they're growing their base. They're growing their revenue base. And the question you have to ask yourself, can these companies continue to pay the dividend and are they a business that's strong enough and can weather literally a storm like we just had? Um, if they can, then, then possibly it's something you take a look at. Natural gas is also still a very compelling area to think about uh, as part of a portfolio because it's cheap. Natural gas is cheap. It's abundant. And demand continues to grow as we continue to export it. We export a lot of natural gas around the world just because it is so reasonably priced and we can ex we can get it out of the ground easily. So this is a another commodity that uh, that is interesting and there are some some different stocks out there you can take a look at and see what that means. As we talked about Hurricane Harvey, you know, struck at a category 4 last night. It's now down to a uh, category 1 and most of the damage you'll see happened in an area called Rockport, which is um, just off Corpus Christi and that's where most of the damage occurred. But uh, again, I don't think this is going to have too big of an impact on the oil industry. Uh, but certainly you're seeing some rise in price as a result of this. In any event, what are we going to look for next week? Because uh, this has certainly been an interesting week, but not like the last few. But in any event, we have the uh, debt ceiling coming up. So this next week, uh, you're going to be seeing the Case-Shiller Home Report coming out. And that's going to have something to do with real estate. You're going to have the consumer confidence numbers come out on Tuesday, and that's always something the market likes to look at. And then Friday, of course, we have the jobs report, and that's going to be super important when it comes to the market overall. And you may see some movement as a result of that. I'm not expecting anything as a big surprise there. But what I've been looking at is the short-term anxiety that people are feeling right now as a result of the debt ceiling. And this is interesting. If you, if you graph this, and the Wall Street Journal did this, uh, Friday, uh, they looked at short-term U.S. Treasury debt, and they looked at what they call the debt uh, ceiling votes, meaning what's the anxiety level for shorter-term debt because of the debt ceiling. In other words, if they don't get the debt ceiling done, are people willing to pay more money for those bonds or those short-term T-bills? And the answer is yes. In fact, if you look now at 2017, uh, you're seeing uh, debt that's maturing October 12th has a higher yield, get this, than those that are maturing November 24th. So in other words, you have an inverted yield curve there. And we've talked about that in the past. This is very short-term debt, so that's not necessarily a sign of a recession. So I'm not saying that. But I am saying that right now you're seeing this interesting inversion. And the last time this happened to this level was back in 2013 and 2011. You may remember those. That's when we couldn't get it done and Congress is wrangling and the 
S&P downgraded uh, the quality of U.S. debt. Remember that? So you're starting to see those kind of levels come back right now, and that just shows that the market right now is a little bit uneasy about what uh, what's going to happen with the debt vote. And, of course, uh, we had some popular tweets this week about, uh, you know, Congress get it together. But anyway, you know, they're, they're saying they're going to get it done and things are going to be fine. But we'll see. I, I think... I think it won't be too long if anything does happen there. But in any event, you're seeing some uncertainty there. You're seeing some certainly differentiation and yield. I just wanted to make you aware of that. Want to know how safe your money really is? Well, I'm going to tell you in the next segment. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets show with David Hollander on the Protect Your Assets radio network. Keep it right here. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets Radio Network. Listening to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. Retiring successfully rarely happens by accident, so don't leave your retirement to chance. Now you can sit down face to face with a member of the Protect Your Assets team or David Hollander himself for a complimentary consultation or for a second opinion. Call the Liberty Group right now at 888 588 5818. That's 888 588 5818. Now, here's your host, David Hollander. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman. thought you liked that little rush there. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets show on the Protect Your Assets radio network. If you're just joining us on today's episode of Protect Your Assets, we're helping you understand what safe money really is. Because right now, with the markets being at all-time levels, hopefully you've put some safety in your portfolio to give yourself a little bit of a protection break if the bottom falls out. First, I think I need to review why we should even be talking about moving into safe money at all, if you haven't even considered it yet. After all, the markets have done really well this past year. So why shouldn't you just stay in the market? It turns out that because the markets have done so well and are at such high levels, that uh, it's the very reason why you might be thinking about adding some safety into your portfolio right now. Because what goes up certainly comes down. And the idea is to buy low and sell high. It's hard to grapple with this idea emotionally to sell. Selling is tough. Because when everything's going so well, you don't remind yourself that, hey, I might want to take some chips off the table right now. But that's exactly what you might need to be thinking about right now. I love the markets. Don't get me wrong. I talk about it all the time. We really enjoy it. But when you manage portfolios, you see things happen. You see things happen to people and it happens all of a sudden. There's nothing you can do about it. So now's a good time to, as I say, check yourself. Check yourself and see what you're doing. No one knows, has any clue where the market's going to go six to 12 months from right now. All we can do is look at indicators and the economy and make educated guesses to the best of our ability. But it could certainly go up another 10%. It's possible. 
or we could lose 15. At this point, with you being so close to retirement, if you are, would another 5% really change your life? Think about it this way. What if you lost 15% on a $600,000 portfolio? That's almost $100,000. How would that make you feel if your portfolio went down? That kind of change right now as you're so close to being near your goal. These are the kind of questions you might want to be asking yourself right now if you're thinking about retiring. And I'm not saying go to cash all right now because that's foolish. doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's time to book some profits and lock them in by putting some of your funds into some things that are more stable and what we call safe. And we'll see what that means. But what's been bothering me is this comment that came out recently by Nobel laureate and famed Yale economist Robert Schiller. Now, you may remember, he's the guy who predicted the dot-com bubble and then the housing burst. And if you have most of your retirement at what we call a high degree of risk right now, you should consider what he said recently on CNBC. He was explaining how the volatility, the low volatility we've seen lately, and right now, typically August is a very high volatile month. Going into September, you recall, these are when we used to see these sort of corrections, if you will. And we just haven't really seen it. So his argument is with this low volatility, this could be what he calls the quiet before the storm. Now, we don't have a satellite up in the sky and we can all of a sudden look and see it coming. You know, again, like I said, we use the indicators that we can use, but that's about it. And Schiller says it's a phenomenon, which he says is making him, quote, lie, lying awake at night worrying And that's not the only issue he's raising. He believes that the market is, according to him, overvalued and it's out of sync with reality. So if Professor Schiller is right and the stock market corrects, this could create havoc if you're about ready to retire. Schiller said it would be definitely a negative for the stock market and would be pretty big because of these high valuations. He said the only time we've had higher valuations than where we are right now was in 1929 and in 2000. Both of us, all of us, I don't, I wasn't around in 29, but I've heard the stories and I've seen the film, read the articles. So have you. But I certainly remember 2000. We could see a major correction, he said. This is not a forecast, it's a worry. So looking at Professor Schiller's data, if you look at what's called the Schiller PE ratio, on the S&P 500, and you can go online and look, Guru Focus gives you this information. Right now, it's at a 30. For those of you not familiar with what that means, this is the cyclical price to earnings ratio for the S&P 500, which, as you know, is the 500 largest stocks in America. It's a valuation measure applied to the U.S. S&P 500 equity market, and it's defined as price divided by the average of 10 years of earnings. And then it's adjusted for inflation. Historically, this ratio is closer to 16. And right now it's at 30. So to put that in perspective, over over the past 147 years, we've seen P.E. ratios this high only three times. 1929, 2000, and today. So, if this guy who accurately predicted the last two crashes and won a Nobel Prize in economics is correct, 
Don't you feel like it's a perfect time to be open to the idea of adding some safety into your portfolio? Or think about it another way. Maybe you've had some runners that have really done well. In fact, we're seeing that a lot where people are walking in with just straight indexes. They've just put it all in the S&P 500, say, or put it all in the Dow. And these have done really well. They've rallied. But when those go the other way, they go quick. There's not much you can do about it. So maybe now is not a bad idea to rebalance your portfolio and to start to consider what this means for you and what you could be doing about it right now. I'm not saying, again, take all your money and put it in cash, but what I'm saying is the time to take a deep breath. Look at your situation. Identify your potential exposure. What is it really? Most of people don't even know should a correction occur. And if necessary, make adjustments. And hopefully you have a plan that outlines your options. If you don't, create it. The first step is to find out what kind of risk you're exposed to right now. Well, we can help you do that. Our team handles these types of decisions every day. We're right here in the Bay Area, and in our office, we have a CPA, there's an estate planning attorney, and a financial advisor. Now, we sit around a table together, and we work as a group to help you our clients, figure out what makes sense for you. So what steps can you take right now? Well, this is only available through my Protect Your Assets Life Plan. If you've saved $250,000 in retirement accounts or savings or brokerage, whatever, here's what you can do. You can pick up the phone right now, and here's what we'll do. For the first 10 callers on the show today, you can have your very own Protect Your Assets Life Plan created just for you that can outline what your options are. And this will be complimentary, but you must give me a call right now. So call this number, 888-588-5818. Again, the number to call right now to get yours is 888 5818. You can go ahead and pick up the phone right now. You can talk to Jordan. He's back there. Nico, Steve, they're sitting there ready to talk to you. Dial this number, 888-588-5818, and get started on finding out how exposed you really are. Remember what Mr. Buffett said, Warren Buffett. He said, you don't want to see the tide go out and see who's swimming naked. So if you found that category and you don't want to see that, pick up the phone, 888 888- 588-5818 and speak to a member of the Protect Your Assets team. Coming up next, what do I consider to be, quote, safe money? Stay tuned because it's coming up next. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets show with David Hollander on the Protect Your Assets radio network. We'll be right back. are open to the first 10 callers. Call the Liberty Group right now at 888-588-5818 to get your free retirement master plan. That's 888-588-5818. I know a girl who's tough and clean. She's a fine, she can't be mean. You're listening to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. Retiring successfully rarely happens by accident, so don't leave your retirement to chance. 
Now you can sit down face-to-face with a member of the Protect Your Assets team or David Hollander himself for a complimentary consultation or for a second opinion. Call the Liberty Group right now at 888-588-5818. That's 888-588-5818. Now, here's your host, David Hollander. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm David Hollander. Hope you enjoyed that. It was interesting. Also known, I'm the known as the Sandman around here, and you're listening to Protect Your Assets on the Protect Your Assets radio network. On today's show, we're discussing how safe is your safe money. We've heard from Nobel laureate and famed economist Robert Schiller in the last segment. We were talking about why he's worried that the market is way overheated right now and potentially due for a severe correction as he calls it and that's worth noting considering he's predicted the last two crashes so as we get into this let's look at how losses can affect your overall portfolio if you had a loss of say 20 percent you need 25 percent to recover to where you were before on the upside so 20 percent down 25 to come back up to be even As it gets more severe, say 40% down, which we've seen in the past, you need 67%, 67% to get back to even. So that's a pretty big move. And 50% down, you need 100% to get back to even. So, you know, as we consider the 20 to 40% correction range, you're talking about some serious returns to get back to where you were. And if you look at, say, even the last four or five years, we haven't really had an annualized return of that sort of percentage for quite some time. Now, certainly you could time it and try and do that and leverage and so forth, but we're just talking straight indexes here. This is not um, super huge numbers you're saying. So compounding, consider this, compounding interest works for you, certainly on the upside. But unfortunately, as we see here, compounding also works against you when things are going down. So it makes sense to add what we call safe money or safe investments, safer investments into your investment plan, certainly if you're at or near retirement. Now, I talk about safe money or we call protected money as money that carries lower risk than ones that have higher risk expecting higher returns. These type of investments usually have some sort of principal protection built into them, and therefore they carry the risk typically of the issuing company or the government that stands behind them. By being lower risk, they typically provide lower volatility, but doesn't mean there's no volatility. The goal is to find accounts that protect your principal while earning interest above what you'd receive in, say, a money market account or your savings account at the bank. Because as we know, those are pretty lousy these days. Basically nothing. So there are three traditional choices you have for what I would call safe money. And these three offer principal protection. Safety, of course, is relative, as they're only as safe as the company or the entity that backs the investment. So it's worth examining exactly how safe is your, quote, safe money. Now, CDs would be the first thing we would talk about. And a bank, as you know, issues certificates of deposit, known as CDs. And these offer principal protection through the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, FDIC. Now, that's up to $250,000 
per depositor. So when you invest in a bank CD, you're counting on the fact that FDIC will be there to back your principal should the bank become insolvent. And I remember some of those in the late 80s when that was happening and FDIC had to bail them out. The FDIC is an independent agency of the U.S. government that protects you against the loss of your deposits if an FDIC-insured bank or savings association fails. FDIC insurance is backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. And since the FDIC's creation in 1933, most depositors have done fairly well when there's been a problem, like remember in the late 80s. So if FDIC reserves and bank failures were dramatic, the FDIC could always tap their $100 billion credit line they have with the U.S. Treasury and the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. It's interesting to note that banks are only required to keep 10% in reserves according to the more recent regulations. So this means that for every dollar you put into the bank, they have to keep 10 cents And the rest, the 90% of your money, they use that to loan out to people who want to buy a house or a boat or consolidate debt. And that's how they make money. They make money on what's called the spread on what they're paying you versus what they're earning on your money by loaning it out to others at higher rates. So CDs make a lot of sense when you're considering short-term savings. Maybe you just want to park some money in something for six months or a year then your yield uh, typically is better than you would get in a money market account. Makes sense if you're looking for short-term safety as well. Now, another type of fixed or safe, uh, safer investment, lower risk, would be considered something called a fixed, a fixed annuity. Now, fixed annuities meet two specific needs of people who are at or near retirement. First, they create the ability to have an income. In fact, these are very similar to some of the pensions you've seen out there. A lot of them are annuities. Pensions can be annuities where they pay a certain amount of income every single month. Also, some of these have the potential for growth without having your money in the stock market. Fixed annuities come in a couple different flavors. You have what's called a fixed rate annuity, which just pays a flat, simple interest rate each year. And then they have something called a fixed indexed annuity, which could potentially offer you higher interest rates than the fixed rate, uh, you know, flat interest rate, because the interest you earn, it's linked to an index that you could choose. Now, it doesn't have direct exposure to it, but it's linked to it. And if that particular index performs positively, you could get some of that gain, um, or it might be capped. There's different ways to get that. But in any event, you it's your choice, and you have the ability to do that. What's important is... There are many moving parts in these fixed annuities, so make sure you understand what you get into. And remember, the protection that you get with these, it's only as good as the insurance company that stands behind that investment. Instead of federal regulation, each individual state has an insurance department who's responsible for enforcing the regulations on the insurance company. One of the strictest and most important requirements is the dollar-for-dollar reserve requirement where the company has to keep at a minimum at least a dollar in reserve for every dollar in guarantee they put out there made to that contract owner. So an insurance company could have in savings at least as much as it would take 
for every single fixed annuity owner to walk away with the current value uh, of that particular investment. So remember, banks keep about 10% or 10 cents on reserve. They have the ability to tap the line like we talked about. But the uh, insurance companies are required to keep a dollar uh, on reserve. So on an annual basis, state regulators typically go in and they check the solvency of the insurance company with what they call an asset adequacy test. Above and beyond the dollar-for-dollar dollar reserve, insurance company maintain a surplus of capital as padding in case there's a financial catastrophe. And this means that instead of having, say, a dollar in reserve for every dollar of benefit, the fixed annuity owner could maintain a dollar oh five or a little more in that capital uh, account. So five cents per dollar surplus would mean that they have a solvency ratio of 105%. And that's not bad. So the intended use of something like this could be protecting yourself for income in the future, dial in some certain amount of income that you want to predict, what that could look like with, again, this fixed um, rate that the, the insurance company is paying. Or if you want to try and get some type of return better than what fixed uh, portfolios are paying right now, you could link it to a particular index that may or may not perform depending, again, on what happens with the overall economy. Don't expect double-digit type returns in these things. I hear that a lot. Well, you know, that's not right. These are, again, these are, we're talking about the fixed world. And in the fixed world, you're talking about low single-digit type returns. That's what these investments are for. They're safety. They're not trying to get more risk, which means more return. So remember that as you think about these things. The third one is U.S. government bonds. When you buy a U.S. Treasury security, you're, in effect, buying debt of the U.S. government. In other words, you're lending money to the Fed for a specific period of time. Treasury securities are what we consider safe simply because of the promise by the federal government to pay you interest and your principal back at, this is the key, at maturity. This promise is backed by the full faith and credit, again, of the U.S. government. Again, they have the ability to raise taxes and they can print more money whenever they want. Because treasuries are believed to be one of the safest investments in the world, they pay typically lower interest rates than other fixed income investments like, say, a corporate bond, which is backed by the corporation that pays it to you. One benefit of a treasury is that the interest they pay is exempt from state and local income taxes, but not federal tax. So remember that. You're going to still have to pay that. Although treasuries are considered to be safe, they don't come without risk. And this is where this is important you understand this. The nemesis of treasury comes primarily from interest rate risk, we call it. Because as rates rise, the underlying bond may fall in value. And this is very important. Generally, the longer you go out on maturity, the more risk you're taking and the more you're going to see the price of your bond move. So if you sell your note or your bond before maturity, you could lose principal. Consider this. Right now, the 30-year treasury is down about 6% from where it was three months ago. And the 10-year note is off almost 4%, which means that if you bought it for three months ago and you sold it today, you would essentially lose that percentage of your investment, even though it is a treasury. Again, because when you buy these, your intended use is to hold them to maturity. Remember that. And that's super important. Make sure you do that. So you got to ask yourself the question through all this. How safe is my safe money after all? What type of risk is in my portfolio 
now that I've gotten some information directly about these particular types of investments. Do you own a bond fund where you don't control the maturity? This is even a bigger issue where if you're hoping for the protection in a bond fund, you don't necessarily have it because there is no maturity on that portfolio. You own a share of a fund. You don't actually own the bond. Chances are you haven't even considered what your options are. And right now might be a great time to do that. It all starts out with our complimentary second opinion checkup. If you're recently retired or say you're retiring in the next 10 years and you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, here's what we'll do. Again, for the first 10 callers right now, we're going to go ahead and provide you with a second opinion at absolutely no charge. In this second opinion checkup, you can find out how much risk you're taking right now with your portfolio. Are you allocated properly right now, given Professor Schiller's comments? What is your time horizon right now? What kind of fees are you paying? And there is so much more you'll learn. To get this complimentary review, you need to do this. Pick up the phone right now and call 888-588-5818. Our operators are sitting at their desk right now standing by to talk to you. So call them, 888-588-5818. What are you waiting for? Go ahead. Give them something to do. 888-588-5818. Want to know how to satisfy your RMDs? When we come back, we're going to talk about some other ideas you can use with safe money to help you through this time if you're considering this. It's all coming up next. You're listening to the Protect Your Assets show with David Hollander on the Protect Your Assets radio network. We'll be right back. Lines are open to the first 10 callers. Call the Liberty Group right now at 888-588-5818 to get your free retirement master plan. That's 888-588-5818. I remember back in Oakland. I was lying there in rapture on the bathroom floor. Hotel to hotel. Out on Welcome back. You're listening to Protect Your Assets with David Hollander. Retiring successfully rarely happens by accident, so don't leave your retirement to chance. For more information, go to LibertyGroupLLC.com. That's LibertyGroupLLC.com. Now, here's your host, David Hollander. Welcome back. I'm David Hollander, also known as the Sandman around here, and you're listening to Protect Your Assets on the Protect Your Assets Radio Network. One way to get to know us and to learn about some great topics are at our seminars. You can always go to our website, libertygroupllc.com. And when you get there, click on the Seminars tab, and you'll see uh, we've got one coming up in Woodland Hills on the 31st. And then uh, following week on the 7th, we'll be doing one in Mill Valley on Social Security. And then I'm going to be doing one on the 14th uh, out in... uh, Walnut Creek. So if you'd like to come to that, you can go to the website and click the register button. Sign up right there. I want to wish a happy birthday to Steve Downey, Scott Peterson, Brent Norman, and Carolyn Owen. Hope you guys have a great birthday. On today's show, we've been helping you learn how safe your safe money really is. And we've heard from Nobel laureate and famed economist, Professor Schiller, and why he's worried right now that the market is due for a severe correction. He's worth listening to because he's predicted the last two crashes. So what does average return really mean? Averages can look impressive, 
but how your actual money is impacted can tell a different story. Let me give you an example of two funds with identical averages, but different results. Let's say there are two investments you're considering, option A and option B. In option A, in the first year, as you look at the returns, you see it's up 60%. Wow, 60%. In year two, it was down 40%. So your average of 20% over two years, well, it's not too shabby, right? 10% per year is pretty good return. Absolutely. A $100,000 investment should be worth $120,000 after two years, right? Well, not so fast. Advertised average returns are deceiving. There's a difference between an average return and your return. Let me explain more. As you put the $100,000 into investment A, after the first year of 60%, your $100,000 is now worth $160,000. But in year two, there's a 40% loss, turning your one sixty into ninety six. That's right, 96000 not hundred and twenty. So it's less than what you started with. You lost money in a fund that averaged 10% per year. Hmm. Consider option B. In year one, it went up 30%. And in year two, it went down only 10%. Which again is an average of 20% over two years. 10% per year just like investment A. So to compare these two investments with identical average returns, let's put that 100,000 into investment B, and after the first year return of 30%, your 100,000 is now worth 130,000, but in year two, there's a 10% decline, turning your 130,000 into 117,000. So the lesson in all of this is that given two portfolios, with identical average returns, the one with the lower downside risk, in this case, should provide you with a better total return. So the question then becomes, do you want a great average return in your portfolio, or do you want more stability? That's up to you. But you need to figure this out for yourself. So you may be wondering how you do this. Are you making the most out of your retirement account right now? I talk a lot about RMDs. What if you have to take out your required minimum distribution? This is another way you can lower the volatility on your account. Because think about it this way. If the portfolio dropped and you had to sell it off before the end of the year to take your required minimum distribution, because if you don't, there's a 50% penalty, what options would you have? Well, consider this. If you could change your $52,000 RMD to a deduction instead of income in the top tax bracket, you could be saving literally tens of thousands of dollars on your taxes every single year. Want to find out how to keep more of that money in your pocket? Well, if you're recently retired or you're retiring within, say, the next 10 years and you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, for the first 10 callers, give us a call right now to schedule your complimentary customized analysis. The number to call is 888-588-5818. As Ben Franklin said, by failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. So again, if you save $250,000 for the first 10 callers on the show right now, call 888-588-5818. Again, that number one more time. 
588-5818. I'd like to give a big thanks to the Protect Your Assets team for putting together another great show today. You've been listening to the Protect Your Assets show on the Protect Your Assets radio network. I'm David Hollander. I'm the Sandman. Go out and make the rest of your life the best of your life. The lines are open for the next five minutes. Call the Liberty Group right now at 888-588-5818 to get your free retirement master plan. That's 888-588-5818. All calls have been screened. Callers should not expect their conversations with David Hollander on the radio or with staff to be held in confidence. And that legal information provided on the air is not intended to be a substitute for callers hiring their own lawyers to advise them about personal legal matters. Callers should not provide their full names while on the air. The views expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views of the station. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. The information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific financial situation. California Life Agent number 0B48569. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. The preceding program is being paid for by Liberty Group LLC, and the views and opinions of the host do not necessarily represent those of the station or its ownership.